This is a HeadGum Original. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Down and out, what's that about? You can count on them to count us out. But all year, we've been doing it our own way. from uh that was a lot <laughs> there's no way you could do a concert <laughs> so exhausted that was 70 seconds of <laughs> lip syncing <laughs> and you're already gassed i spilled water on myself yeah it wasn't even like a cool liquid <laughs> it's gonna yeah yeah pour it on my head and then you I got realized... some dirt on the couch though yeah. we have some resolve um, <laughs> and you, you have to... no resolve <laughs> Uh, that was your song. That was my band. That was me. Not singing or playing any of the instruments. Per se. But I am the de facto head. Band leader, main front lead singer guy, the front man of the band, yeah. I would say. It is weird that like most bands, like if you come up with the songs, you have to also sing it. Like there should be like the equivalent of a writer director for a movie, but for a band. A band. That's yeah. me. I'm yeah. the first ever of that new hybrid model. Right. I guess most <laughs> singers don't necessarily write their own songs. Yeah. Like um, people write fucking music for Katy Perry or whatever, and I yeah. can probably do that. Yeah. I could probably do that. <laughs> Yeah, so you're like that. You're not the Katy Perry. You're like the Dr. Luke behind the person. Yeah, but not with the music. So, <laughs> Sorry. I'll do lyrics. Yeah. If that's a trouble the, the, for anybody. So the line where it's like, down to smoke. I've never smoked, but I'm down to try. If I inhale too much, are you sure I won't die? That yeah. was me. I have yeah. some munchies I could feed. Right. Did, did, we, did we get to the munchies? Oh, yeah, munchies to feed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I f this was based on your suggestion of a guy who wants to try weed but is afraid. <laughs> That's cool. All right. I'm back in. Yes. <laughs> uh, shout out to Gareth O'Connor. Who, who uh, yeah, does did all that, the other you know, stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you can the listen. actual front man. You can listen to Fade on Shuffle anywhere, right? 
YouTube, Spotify. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere you listen to your music, you can check out Fade on Shuffle. That's your second single. Mm-hmm. So you need about 10 more songs to make an album. Yeah. Our goal is actually to, to make a five-song EP. Okay. Um, so I need to come up with lyrics to two more songs, and then we're going to do a pop-punk cover of a song. Wow. Because that's kind of like classic. What are you thinking? Um, I believe Gareth suggested um, that Hercules song. I am on my way. Oh, I can the go the song distance. From yeah. Phil Collins from Hercules. Yeah. I can go the, the distance. distance. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be really good. <laughs> That'll be but, the best song on the album. Yeah, it'll be funny because that's the one that I have absolutely nothing to do with, including not even choosing it as the cover. Yeah, you fought tooth and nail to not include the Tarzan mm-hmm. thing because Disney is, quote, litigious as fuck. Let's right. not get into yeah. that camp. Tarzan actually would be a good one. I love that Son of Man song. Another oh right, I can go the distance. Is, is that that's it, Hercules? Yeah, that's Hercules. Tarzan. I don't I don't know if it's Phil Collins either. I can go the distance for Hercules. Mm-hmm. I can go. Oh yeah, Tarzan is Phil Collins, right? Yeah, t- that, and it's a great soundtrack. Uh, Son of man. <laughs> uh, it was written yeah by Alan Menken, the guy who does all the Disney songs. There you go. Shout out to Alan. Yep. Shout out to Fade on Shuffle. Big ups. Uh, if you are listening to this, you missed. Jake rocking out, which we got on video because we're back in the studio together. Yeah, we're back in the studio. So you can I, see Jake going absolutely ham. Yeah, and it's a little embarrassing how hard it was, but also <laughs> it's cool that I didn't twist my ankle, which I really thought that I would do. You could have, yeah. I could have, easily. I could have been out of commission. Are I could have damn, are you fallen okay? backwards <laughs> into that camera over that microphone. I could have really hurt my ribs. It just goes to show you that like these aging rock stars are, it's actually pretty impressive when you see like a 72 year old rock yeah. star still going ham at a concert for two hours. But you know, I did an hour long Peloton bike boot camp. shout out to Jess Sims this morning. So I feel like uh, it's not really an age thing. It's more that I just like already worked out really hard today. Oh, I see. So yeah. when you jumped on the couch and you were like, I'm afraid I twisted my ankle. Yeah. That, that was, was because, because of the workout. Yeah. That was just like, well, I've already done a bunch of human makers today. So I feel like, mm. you know, my quads were. Um, like kind of toast toasted (laughs) they were toasted they were toasted (laughs) if i hadn't worked out i probably would have been bouncing off off the walls maybe tomorrow you could do one without the workout i don't bounce off the walls yeah maybe but i was planning on going swimming in the morning (laughs) so just don't go swimming you could bounce off the walls yeah it seems like it's a better workout for you anyway well i'm training for uh um a triathlon oh really that includes swimming biking and running that's correct how long of each um, it's not the Olympic triathlon. It is the, it's called a sprint triathlon. Okay. So it's um, 10 meters of swimming. It's so little. One lap of running. Nothing. And then you have to ride your bike down the block. But you can do the, do it on your tricycle, which is what I have. That's like an obstacle course you made for yourself. <laughs> uh, no, it's, I think it's half a mile of, half a mile swim, uh, 12 mile bike ride, three mile run. Wow. I mean, the, the swimming is the hardest part by far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for like me, a three mile run is relatively fine. Yeah, I think and a everything. Mile bike ride, but a half mile swimming is no joke. All of those things on their own are very doable. Yeah. I do more, like I do longer than that when I run. I do longer than that when I bike, but I never ever swim. Right, and it's like open water swim, not open water. It's it's a lake, but so you can't like just like chill. Like you're like, ooh, I'm gassed. Let me hold on to the edge of the pool. Yeah, no, I don't. I think that it's probably all beyond where you can touch it's, wow. it's across a lake in new york so i'm not entirely sure like what the vibe is when are you gonna do that september 24th that's so soon yeah it might have already happened 
Oh, yeah, it's possible. Are you worried about the half-mile swim, or you've done half-a-mile swimming um, uninterrupted? I've done half-mile uninterrupted. It's not easy. I, I was really gassed when I was yeah. done with that. Especially if you don't practice. Or no, you know what I did? To practice, I've done – it's mostly just surfing. Oh, so interesting. The surfing has helped, especially because I paddle in a wetsuit. Um, so I – and then I did – I've done like two – um, you know, visiting the gym, swimming laps, and both those times I swam a mile, a mile straight. Um, not like st- I mean, you, I rest, but it's not like I needed to like stand and like sit on the wall or anything. Right. You know, I I could just as easily, if I'm in the lake, tread water for a bit and then continue Keep swimming. Yeah. Who are you doing it with? Um, my sister, maybe two of my sisters. Wow. And maybe Jill. Wow. Yeah. I look forward to hearing how difficult or easy it was. I look forward to telling you all about it. How long do you think it'll take you? I don't know what a good time even is. Yeah. So I, I am actually have no idea. I'm well, just. I want to see if I like the vibe because if I do, I feel like that it could you be can something start like extending it. Yeah, because I don't. I'll never be able to run a marathon because my legs just don't work like that. But I think if I can toss in biking and swimming, maybe you I can could do a like, half Ironman. Yeah. Yeah. Like the. Yeah, this one's the Olympic sprint, and then there's also like maybe it's an I don't even know. It's the sprint triathlon, then the Olympic triathlon. That's the next one up. So Ironman is even more than that. Ironman is like a full ass marathon, in addition to like 125 of biking. Yeah, and like a three miles. Yeah, it's like something something like that. It's like a. It takes almost a day. Yeah, yeah. So I'll never do that. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, but you could. You've done a marathon. Yeah, but I can't do the other stuff. Right. You don't know how to ride a bike. Right. And I don't like swimming. <laughs> I also don't really run that much anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what true. I could do is like an hour of would tennis. Would you ever run another marathon? No. You would not. You yeah, would no. never do it? No. Never, not even like a hint in your mind that is like, oh, it would be fun to prove that I still got it. No, I don't still got it. I like play sports now and it's like after an hour, I'm pretty much done. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm fully out the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. This is after all an advice podcast. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. We're not just talking about Jake's fitness goals. We're talking right. about people who are stuck in sick, sticky situations. It's called If I Were You. It's the only advice pod on the web hosted by us. These are real emails from real people. Mm-hmm. We just got to give them some fake names. Okay. To preserve their anonymity. It makes sense. Right. We don't want to out them. Definitely. Uh, this subject line made me laugh. It says, in all caps, I think Tigger fucked me. I think Tigger fucked me. Okay. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. <laughs> Interesting. I'm Get tr- our attention with the, with the subject. <laughs> That's the key. I'm 29 and I live in England. I have a really weird problem. And everyone else I've spoken to would rather laugh at me. I live with my girlfriend and we've been together for a few years. It was my birthday last week and my girlfriend's father surprised me with a gift he'd made himself. Wow. I know he's been an amateur painter for a while but I've never seen any of his work before now. The problem is it's a large portrait of a tiger, and it looks like a fucking 12-year-old made it. I'm a gentleman, so I pretended like it was amazing, and he fell for it. However, he's at our house often. What the fuck do I do with this, with this fucking abortion of a tiger? Oh, my God. My girlfriend seems to think it's not so bad, and we should put it up anyway. I've grown quite fond of her in the last six years, and I don't want to fuck six this up. Years. But I really hate it. Help. I'll attach a picture of it in all its horror. I sent wow. it to Casey. Let's see if we can get it on the on the big board. But a painting of a tiger oh. so bad that he doesn't want to leave it up. I don't think that's – I mean, I feel like this is an artistic choice. Yeah. 
it's not like he's trying to draw a realistic <laughs> tiger. Yeah, it's more like in the style of like 11th century Japanese art or something yeah, like it that. It kind of looks like the face is more of a horse face. It's better than I can do. Yeah. But that doesn't the say colors much. colors are fun. I mean, look, art is subjective. So he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I don't think this is bad at all. I can see a world where it looks like a seven-year-old painted it, though. Yeah, sure. It. I mean, but, you know, I feel like some art is knowing the the source of it, knowing the, the artist. Yeah. Um, so you know who painted it for you. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's nice to do the right thing for your family. You have to make sacrifices every once in a while. I don't know how big your place is. <laughs> this needs to go on the wall. Oh, it's it actually needs to. yeah. It's not. It's non-negotiable <laughs> to me. Can you do the whole like when he's here, let's put it up. When he's gone, it's no. Because around. then you have to talk. Then it becomes a thing. Why would you make it a thing mm. where you're ta- you're telling your girlfriend that you don't like her dad's passion? Yeah, like he. It was a very sweet gesture. He painted this. He gave it to you. And now you not only have to say, I don't like it, but you have to tell your girlfriend that you hate it so much that, I don't know. I feel like not liking it is a personal thing. Yeah. You should keep that secret. Don't tell your girlfriend that you don't like it because then she has to keep a secret from your dad. Right. From her dad. Of course. That's not right. Um, I will say like the more paintings, like the more you keep it up, the less your eyes will even notice it. Like you just sort of... If something is constantly there, you just stop seeing it entirely. Yeah. So let's and let's think about it like this: you send this bad boy to Framebridge. Mm-hmm. You you pick a cool frame. Mm-hmm. You get the. Um, you kind of start to make it a, a piece that is beyond just the actual canvas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could also put this. I don't know the size of it. It looks like that's a bag right here. Yeah, that's a bag. So not huge. Uh, this could easily be part, with a nice frame, easily be part of a gallery wall. It'll blend in <laughs> with a bunch of other other art. So you you want him to put the bag up as art? No, I'm saying the, this painting is not so big that it would take up, you know, an entire wall. Uh-huh. The bag, I'm it's just... It's not like it a was piece a, of little, like a trinket. I was using it as a you. size reference. Forget... Stop focusing on the bag. The, I don't mind the bag right here. Try not to think about the bag as much as you are. Yeah. I'm saying the bag that's means... A really, that's a nice piece. It's honestly, That's a really nice piece. Not really. Not really. It's a little gauche, don't you think? But to be like art? The, like... Can, the camel leather with the gold. With, <laughs> it's a little gauche. It's... Imagine like tasteful. a painting, a bag, maybe you have like a shoe. It's like a bunch of shit on the wall. Yeah. No, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea at all. I think you you misread something that I said and have followed it down your own path and now you're lost in the wilderness with That'd this be cool, like idea. A, I know you think it's glass. Be cool. There's, a vase. I don't a see bag. how you've come back from this, Blumenfeld. <laughs> You're talking about everyday objects being on the wall. All because I used it as a reference point for the size of the painting. Cereal or something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear a me. Bull. It's like I'm not speaking. That actually is not a bad idea either, like a shirt. I didn't say anything. <laughs> That's not a bad idea either. You came up with it. An old pencil sharpener, like from elementary school, the kind where you go like that. That's interesting. Really? That's interesting. <laughs> On the wall next to a bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's a coat hanger. A coat rack. That's mm. a bag. 
Yeah, so you're, if you put enough shit on your wall, uh-huh. then you won't, we'll stop noticing this. Exactly. There's also, I mean, there must be some place in your house, like it doesn't have to go above your bed, but is there some place in your house that feels like it's getting primary billing, but that is not, you know, like right in the living room? A hallway is a good place for that. Yeah. Um, also, if you've been with your girlfriend for six years, in theory, you guys have hung some stuff on the wall. So, you know, maybe maybe it's not like insulting that you're not going to put it above the bed because you have something there already. Yes, exactly. Um, so find a place for it. Or I think if, find a place for it. What if you face and it? learn to love it. Uh, the other way. Flip it around so it's facing the wall. No. Back Obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Back of the canvas bag, <laughs> punching bag, shopping bag. <laughs> Different bag. That's our bag wall. And then the tiger thing wouldn't make sense unless it was facing the wall. I think you just need to reframe this in your head. Learn to love it. You have to learn to love it because what it represents is your significant other's father <laughs> giving your father you a gift. Accepting borderline your, father-in-law. Yeah. Borderline and father-in-law accepting. The dangerous game is like, oh, you like the tiger. I can do a whole fucking zoo for you guys. <laughs> yeah. It'll it'll look like you can do Dr. Doolittle in here. Yeah. Well then but then you could say like, yeah, I actually we have some friends and uh family who would love this as well. So you don't have to put it in your house. You say like, yes, give you keep I can on painting. Do you stuff. a zebra so big there won't even be room for a bag. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I guess that's that's the slippery slope that maybe your attaboy gives him so much encouragement that he thinks you want to dedicate your entire house. You, he, that he wants it to, he thinks you want it to become a gallery to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, a museum of sorts. But I think the other, the other risk is that you insult your girlfriend and her father and you kind of create a rift that you can't come back from. <laughs> so the tiger painting though bad is not as bad as a rift. Yeah, and I don't even think it's bad. I think it's nice. Um, all right, and you, if you guys are watching on our YouTube channel, you can see this tiger. You can weigh in yourself. Yeah. I wonder if he can become a Detroit Tigers fan, so he feels like almost like a, a kinship. Yeah, with the tiger itself. That's nice. Is that a monkey in the tree or just a different color for the branch? <laughs> looks like it's a monkey in the tree. <laughs> yeah. It might be a monkey. The proportion is certainly off there. It's too small of a monkey. Yeah. The monkey is six inches tall compared to the tiger. The tiger should have a tail, no? Well, the bag should have a tail. Why? <laughs> let's take a break. <laughs> yeah, let's. Because <laughs> you're hyper-focused on the bag idea. I'm not. <laughs> and I think we just have to reset. Let's have a reset. Let's have a reset. Let's thank some sponsors and come back after these massages. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. 
Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah, most saving of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Jake, do you have any... Oh, it's a little the fire. Mom, I'm coming. <laughs> Subscribe to HeadGum's newest podcast. Yeah. The Formula One podcast. Wow. Hosted by none other than our man, Speed Caser. That is right. Casey Donahue. Let's go. So you guys did one pilot. We did one pilot. Proof of proof of concept. It went viral. It was a hit. It was a major hit. It was a positive feedback loop. Positive feedback loop. I don't know if we've ever had a more successful pilot. Everybody wanted to watch, hear, enjoy along. They demanded it. They demanded more. And there was almost... A January 6th level <laughs> riot when we didn't cover the race the following week Ugh. in Belgium. Yeah. So what happened? Because there was a bunch of people here. Was that that? That was that. A bunch of, yeah. Exactly. Sort of all Someone shit in Marty's office, right? Yeah. He was uh, wearing Viking helmet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. I thought that was Casey. It was. <laughs> he led them up. <laughs> um, but we, we covered last week's uh, Monza Grand Prix. So there's two episodes now. There's the pilot and um, and from and the race from uh, the the eleventh. And it's the same crew in the pilot as the second one. Yes, uh, though we missed Andrew Pyle, who was traveling, but he is a regular host. It's me, Marika, Jeff, Andrew Pyle, and Casey is our host. Wow, it's a real headgum production. Yeah, the pit wall. The pit wall. We watched the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. We. Uh, we make a prediction uh-huh. before the race. Uh-huh. We play the prediction, yeah. and we just recap the race, talk all about it, all the hot goss. In the first episode, you made the prediction from yeah. 20 to 1. Yep. And then in the second episode, Pyle made the prediction. And how did he do? Um, not great. I believe he used the term dead monarch Dead monarch energy yeah. was going to propel Lewis Hamilton the to Brit. the win. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, he's a knight. Yeah. yeah, he was knighted. So Sir Lewis Hamilton, um, who I believe came in fifth or sixth. Is that right, Casey? He came in fifth, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was fifth. He was in fifth. Sainz is in fourth. Yes. Then Russell, uh, yeah. then Leclerc, then uh, Verstappen. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get the first? Because Verstappen wins every single race, as far as I know, right? Uh, yeah. That's Did just he nail that right. prediction? I think he's no. won seven in a row. 
Yeah, he didn't. It's not fun to predict that Verstappen will win because he usually does. How does one win seven races in a row? Is his car driving faster? Like, he's, I'm not quite sure. Well, he does what have he a fa- can do that other people cannot. Their car is better. Every team constructs their own car. I see. So the Red Bull car is better than most of the cars on the grid. That I mean, seems it has weird. Like, imagine a shoe cars, yeah. in basketball so good that, like, this player's the best because he has that. Yeah, well, kind of. But, like, imagine one place has all so like if nike only made shoes for one team Mm -hmm. and the other people had to use all birds Mm -hmm. like you actually could maybe imagine that they wouldn't be as good right but then can ferrari not like see what the car is made out of um like what do they got that they can't do well my my understanding is uh they made changes to how the car can be constructed oh. between last season and this season so oh, yeah. all, every team had to make adjustments to it uh-huh. and red bull made the best adjustments to the aerodynamics uh, it's like all underneath the car wow. is faster than every other car so like so the other teams can't really <laughs> fix it until next season got it so like even if the race was just a 200 meter sprint the Red Bull car would go faster. Maybe, but there are cars that have better straight line speed. Yeah. Um, so it's it's the whole package, the Red Bull car. And then it's coupled with they do have the best driver because Verstappen wins every race, but like Sergio Perez, who is also in Red Bull, doesn't always come in second. And he has the same car. The, yeah, the same car. <laughs> uh, and I mean, they both, I think they, they did a one-two in um at spa and verstappen beat perez's time by like 13 seconds and are like the quotes after the match or the race being like yeah he has a faster car so we're not really no that upset his there car are, i mean there faster. are things that can happen in <laughs> a race that like there. <laughs> yeah they're like what do you want from us yeah they they say fast. things like he's operating on another another planet like he's <laughs> like no we can't catch him uh and, and is it instantly like he races off to a lead? It's like that's it. He's gone. He's in first. He's never going to get in caught. Spa. He he had like a grid penalty. He started from like fourteenth or something, uh-huh. and by lap two he was like <laughs> <laughs> fighting for the lead. He like and then once he's in the lead, it's over. Yeah, once he's in the lead, no one can catch him. But there are it's things like that can bolt right. But there are things that can happen. Like in this race, he was in the lead. Um, he was in the lead by like. 27 seconds or 17 seconds, you know, like an insurmountable lead. Yeah. Um, and a car uh, died on the side of the road. So they had to go to a safety car where everyone has to reduce their speed and follow a safety car. And they tend to all bunch back up. Uh-huh. And then it's about like who has the better tires and who can get a better restart. Uh, but this, the race didn't restart under the safety car. They ran out of time. So like there are there are ways that he could lose the race. Right. It's and just it, all, it everything, all of the brakes also seem to go his way. So he has the best car, he's the best driver. And then all of the, um, you know, the the unpredictable stuff uh, just works out in his favor. So is he's he, touched by God in a way, he, too. Is he a good guy? Um, it's it's definitely easier to portray him as a villain. I think he's... I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's... What um, does he look like? How old is he? He kind of looks like a villain. He's... 25? Yeah, he's 26. a young... Where is he from? Uh, the Netherlands and Belgium. He's a young Dutchman. Oh, wow. He looks like... Yeah, he looks like a billionaire. Yeah. Um, Christian Horner, the team principal from Red Bull, I think is kind of a sniveling dickling. So it's like, they're an easy team to hate and Max is easy to hate because he wins every race. But I don't think... He looks like, like Luka Doncic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> meets Jay Cutler, meets Quasimodo. And... Not really Quasimodo. <laughs> yeah, because he sort of has this 
Not hunchback energy, but he definitely no. gives Quasi. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Who's the hot guy in Quasimodo? Who's the prince? <laughs> That's what he looks like. It's Quasimodo, Esmeral- Esmeralda, and some other guy. Yeah, the guy that keeps him in the tower. Yeah, no, not the guy that keeps him in the tower. Yeah. <laughs> the sort of evil, the evil tower owner. Yeah. So people don't necessarily like this Verstappen character. A lot of people do like him, oh, but really? I, yeah, I, I think that it, it makes racing a little less fun to just see him win every single week. That's what happens um, in some sports where some guy gets too good and then it's like the backlash. Yeah. But it's fun to watch people like almost beat him. And I think it'd be really fun now to see some people beat him, but uh, we haven't gotten to see that. Has he, has he lost? In, I guess he hit seven in a row, right? Yeah. There've been a couple races where like the Red Bull was having problems in the beginning of the season where like, you know, um something like he lost power in the car like the hydraulics failed i can't remember exactly what but like his he basically he either wins or does not finish (laughs) he doesn't like just come in second or third and last year he wasn't this dominant he was pretty dominant last year but lewis hamilton from mercedes also had a very good car and they were it was they were kind of like trading wins and they had a major rivalry but this year there's just nobody that's competing with him oh my god he's my height is he really He's 5'11". What? (laughs) Well, not 5'6". Sorry. You give 5'6", the way he gives Quasimodo. (laughs) And his birthday's coming up, too. Did you know that? No. He's turning 25 on September 30th. Wow, that's the, that's a race. So weekend. he's twenty four currently. He's twenty four. What what race is on the thirtieth? Isn't there a race? Uh, no, the next race is October 2nd, Singapore. Singapore, damn. Are you guys only doing the podcast during races? Yeah. So yeah, for now. Yeah, it's not every week. It's just whenever there is a race, you guys yeah. do it. I wonder if you guys should do like a live react to like a, a live stream version of it. Yeah, I think we talked about doing that, but uh, Casey has to host and engineer, edit, and post <laughs> the episode. So yeah. it's kind of your call. But I'm game. That's really cool. <laughs> I think it might, te- it might be easier to just do everything live and then yeah. that's Our text it. thread is funnier <laughs> while we're watching the race. So I'm, I'm for the live reaction. Aren't these, der- aren't these races like in the middle of the night though? Um, they're on early in the morning. So like, you know, I'm watching it at 9. It's on at 6 a.m. here. Wow. Singapore might be different. I don't yeah, know what time Singapore is. It depends Singapore on the country. Is. I think Japan, it'll be like... 2 a.m. here yeah and which is easier to handle for me personally than your uh, night 5 a.m. yeah see i when the the melbourne or the australian grand grand prix uh started at like 1 a.m. and i was like oh i'll just stay up but then it's like 10 30 i'm like i'm i have nothing to do i have to go to bed until the race so you fell asleep from 11 to 1 yeah and i set my alarm and got up like whoa jesus which should i have Oatmeal? Should I have a drink? <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. Should I have a beer or a coffee? Yeah, or a Red Bull. It actually reminds me of the car you rented today, Tesla. The Tesla. Yeah. You said the car itself was too smart for you. Yeah, I'm too dumb to drive that car. I right. hate that car. I'm gonna get a lot of flack in the comments, but I really don't like it. Well, it's all maybe like cool because now like Musk has the backlash. Oh, so okay. On the cutting edge of that. Yeah. I feel like everybody was being like, yeah, Musk is an asshole, mm-hmm. but he's got a great product. The and Tesla actually, itself, yeah. I think the opposite. I think Musk is cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> the, the car kind of sucks. Yeah. 
I really, yeah, I got upgraded at the Hertz rental car. They're mm-hmm. like, do you want this Tesla? Because they're rolling them out. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. And the way, the way you have to drive it is like, I can't see out of, I can't see anything. Can't see out the back, forget it. At the side mirrors, I have no idea how to adjust them. Uh-huh. Um, and if you put your signal on, rather than like looking out the mirror, it just shows you a video of what is like a camera that's right, even that is where your mirror, camera. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the car is kind of asking you to just don't worry about you know seeing anything with your eyes. We're showing you a video, and we have sensors everywhere. We'll tell you how fast and where you are in the lane, <laughs> everything. And then like when you press the gas, you go, and when you ease up on the gas, you brake. You brake. So it slows you to a stop. It's like pressing the brake. Marty said that is recharging the the battery, like the power unit or something as you lift up. But like basically in a regular car, you press down on the gas, you can take your foot off and you're still going forward. This car, press down on the gas. If you lift your foot up at all, you start to stop. (laughs) And like forget about, you know, moving to the brake because then you would just like grind, you would stop. Very, very short. You're right. So, so I got car sick yesterday driving from the airport <laughs> to the hotel. You got car sick in your own car because As I was, I was almost self-driving to the point where yeah. you felt like a passenger. It's so smart. It feels When I drive my car, it feels like I'm driving it. This, it felt like a shared responsibility. It was like me and the car working together to get to the hotel. Yeah. It's, it, cars went from like manual to automatic, and now this is the next iteration. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that I'll die out before things are fully self driving. I think I hope. Yeah, it seems like it's happening already. Marty has a Tesla, and he was showing me the self driving functionality. And like the car on the freeway, he wasn't even touching the the steering wheel. Yeah, it was just like keeping distance, changing lanes, and doing all that. There, and there's just so much shit. Like to to use the AC, it's like a touch screen and you can kind of like swipe and be like, oh, the air is blowing this way now. And here's like, and now I'm turning it lower. It's like, I don't I care about report. that. Just like fucking, I want a button. That makes it go on. Yeah. I'll, I'll control the fan. I don't need to like fucking. Have you seen the fart feature where it sort of yeah. does like a little toot? Yeah. That's so what dumb. Do you think of that? It's like, it's supposed do to be like the that? coolest. Do you like that part? But not How are the you other supposed parts? to trust a car with your life to like self drive <laughs> and like avoid, you know, cars on the highway? It's like, oh, and also it'll <laughs> for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. It's a whoopee no. cushion. Yeah. How about you take this seriously? Because <laughs> you're in charge of me being safe on the road. Yeah. Let's not toot at all, Elon. Uh, remember. The some cars like in the early '90s had the seatbelt that automatically went on. Oh yeah, I hated that. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like that. it seems like Tesla would have a cooler version of that. They got yeah. rid of that though. It seems like nothing has that anymore. Yeah, I think people like got strangled from it. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, there a car to me is like I just need it to turn on and I want to be able to drive to a place. And this is like it's just so many features that it's it's a little overwhelming, and I'm not interested in learning any of them. Is it very quiet? Yeah, it's utterly silent. I have no idea if it's ever on or off. <laughs> Would you be interested in a non-Tesla electrical vehicle? No, because I don't have anywhere. Like in the city, I don't have a parking garage or like, you know, an off-street parking place where I could charge. So, and I know you can like go to a charging station and like, but I, I don't know. That's You got to be there for a little bit. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to do that at all. You should be able to charge your battery at home and then slide it into a tesla yeah and maybe that would be more interesting i at the very least i'm interested in like a more hybrid car that gets better gas mileage right but you still need to pump it up full of gas 
Yeah, and and until I can have a car that I can actually just I don't know if there's another way to charge the battery rather than me like running a power cord out into the street. Yeah, people are doing that here. There's like I'm like tripping over extension cords that go from somebody's house to yeah. like the sidewalk. I want to live in the world that runs on electric cars, but we aren't doing it a, a clean enough job of it yet. Yeah, you know how like you can charge your phone by putting it on a pad. Yeah, they should have a pad the size of a car. See, that would be awesome if like the if parking spots would just charge your car. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Actually, I've been DMing with Elon, and that could be one of the few things that I bring up to him. Cool. I had an idea. <laughs> yeah. What are your other ideas? Well, I've been asking him for like, things. yeah, I've been asking him for, I'm trying to sell feet pics. So <laughs> it's not really an idea for Tesla. You're just trying to get a picture of his feet. Him in a thong sandal. And now I'm like, yeah. maybe if I have the. Is that a business <laughs> idea? You're selling them where? I'm or do you just have them. a foot fetish? I'm selling them. I'm selling feet pictures of famous people on 8chan. <laughs> I see. <laughs> but I'm saying now that I have his ear. Do you have his ear? He hasn't responded yet. Do you he have his toe? <laughs> <laughs> I have Elon's foot on the line, and I can reel him in. Uh, all right, let's take another break and answer some more questions after these messages. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm -hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement. Really, oh, it's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement dot com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. 
Yes, we are. Seriously, man. Okay. You can't be on your phone during the podcast. I wasn't on my phone during the podcast. I was on my phone during the break, and you brought us back in really fast. Abruptly. Yeah. Actually, speaking of really fast and abrupt, this guy's writing uh, style makes it sound like he's in a lot of, um, I guess, in an emergency situation. Interesting. His Just the subject of his email would is, in all caps, advice would be helpful right about now. <laughs> all right. He's stuck somewhere. He's sort of mad at us. Uh-huh. Here's the situation. There's a girl I like, but I feel as though I don't have a chance with her. All right. Help. That's no, it. There's more. We're kind of <laughs> friends, but we're friends in a way that when I hang out with my group of friends, she's usually there, but we never talk one-on-one. I feel as though I should get closer to her and open up to her, but I don't think I have many similar interests, so I find it hard to converse with her. This is also caused by how I usually don't talk to her, so it's weird if I start now. She's kind of nerdy, and I am too a little bit, but less so. Okay. But I never really got into things like D&D and stuff she's interested in. That said, I have to say I'm pretty dull all around. I sit around and watch Netflix all day and play casual mobile games. Shout out to Backbone. (laughs) The thing about getting close to her as a friend, her closer friend who she hangs out with, uh, told her he likes her. She said she wasn't interested. All this comes with a few questions, like how do I approach her without being weird? Is there no chance with me and her? Do I get into what she's into? How do I become a more interesting and charismatic person? Just those light questions. Mm -hmm. And if you could answer them in the order they were received, (laughs) that would be greatly appreciated. I mean, you nailed it with the second aspect of this, which is get into the things that she's into. I mean, ideally, you're doing that uh, in a real way, like, you know. But it sounds like you don't have any hobbies that you really enjoy. You called yourself dull. That's a hard one to have no hobbies. Yeah. Because I know someone with a few hobbies. Mm -hmm. Like I like basketball and a few things. But if I just didn't like sports and then I also didn't like movies or music, what's left at that point? There's there's so many things that are left. You just have to get out there and try to – Yeah. You have to – try to explore yeah you have to accidentally do something yeah and i think even so let's actually back up even further uh says he has no hobbies he's not interested in anything except casual gaming so let's let's break the mold there right because then you get into anything doesn't even have to be what she's interested in but you'll feel more confident you'll feel more interesting you will have something to talk about even if it's not something she likes yes you don't have to like the same thing to have an interesting conversation right so Step one, before you worry about how to approach this person, mm-hmm. let's fix the root cause mm. of the insecurity, which is, I think you need to have a hobby. <laughs> you got to get a hobby. Get a hobby. Figure out what you like to do slash yeah. see. Yeah. Even watching movies is a hobby. It is. You're a cinephile. That's right. Um, a deep dive into Kubrick, for example, turns yeah. you into a casual Netflix watcher to someone who has an opinion on Good. a specific thing. Then you're watching with a purpose. Yes. Know? So get into something. Um, and it can't just be The Office reruns. That's not a hobby. Yeah. That's a break from your hobby. Yeah. And it's fine to watch The Office reruns, too. What about if you take the casual mobile gaming one step further uh-huh. and you become an intense fucking Twitch streamer? That way you're turning a light hobby into something more substantial. There you go. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. Um, But it's hard to fake. Like, if it's not deep into your bones interesting to you, you can never get into it. Yeah. 
And then the other thing is like, how do I just talk to her? It'll be weird. Yeah. It's like it, it's actually, it's only going to be weird if you talk to her and tell her you're into her after not talking to her at all. And you actually might not be as into her as you even think because you actually haven't spoken to her. Right? Advice would be helpful right about now. We're giving him a lot of advice. Okay. So yeah, I think let's not worry about the outcome that you want, which is you maybe want to be romantically involved with this person. Yeah. Let's just worry about creating any relationship with her now because she hangs out with your friends, but yeah. you don't speak to her. Try speaking to her. That's step one. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be towards the goal of being romantic. Just speak with her to be her friend because you're hanging out in a group of friends and it might be actually a little rude that you're not talking to her. So talk to her about her interests and you don't have to share them to be interested in them. Yeah, but you can sort of find out what those interests are then, you know, give them a, a, give them a spin, a, a test run yourself. Yeah, because now you're in the market for a new hobby. Maybe you could talk to her about that. I'm in the market for a new hobby if you have anything. <laughs> Crochet or anime. Not really a hobby, but... <laughs> I'm into craisins recently. You know, cranberry raisins. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's not a hobby. I've been dehydrating fruit is all. That's a hobby. Well, buying it. <laughs> Consuming it. Oh, Fruit leather. Fruit pleather. Fruit canvas. <laughs> <laughs> and burlap, on unrelated to fruit. There's a bag on the wall. I've been, gotten into home decor. <laughs> Good shit. If you had to choose a hobby completely unrelated to what you do now, like pretend all your hobbies were off the table. Okay. What would you choose and when? Wow. You That's, have to choose a new hobby. A, it's hard not to just think about any of the I guess a theme of my hobbies is that they're all active. Mm -hmm. I like... I've heard people really love pickleball, but I'm not that interested in trying it. Hmm. That's a really good question. I love it. What about pickling? Pickling? That's a hobby. Yeah. I guess the romantically, the ones that I've liked are like um, trying to become more like hands-on and like DIY. So maybe if I had no hobbies, like I wasn't going like surfing or biking. Or, I would, or just like, you know, I'd go around my house and be like, oh, I like would like to see if I can improve this thing or like DIY. Yeah. You know, just like small Sanding. little projects. Yeah. Small projects that I'm like, normally I'd pay somebody to power wash my front yard, but yeah. like, no, maybe I'll get a power washer and see how that. That's cool. Works. Look into it. Yeah. Something like that. Me, I wouldn't be able to choose. That's just a, not a fair question. <laughs> Fine. Let's Thank move on. you so much. <laughs> For writing in, everybody. <laughs> Don't look at me. My, Don't look at me. All my all hobbies smug. are true to me, to my soul. And to say, You said oh, you like basketball. Who random. would I be if I didn't like basketball? <laughs> it wouldn't be me anymore, man. Like, Good. The fact that Good. you have an answer to that question. <laughs> Ideally, you would choose a hobby that, does, that makes you not you. You're, no one likes <laughs> you're you. You're not true to yourself because you can just power washing. Nice. <laughs> Oh, everybody, Jake will fucking change who he is on the drop of a hat. With That's one the golden mic for you. <laughs> you finally stood up for yourself. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, dropped glasses. That's <laughs> eh, a little disruptive. <laughs> I didn't like the way you made it such a meal of it. Uh, thinking about rescinding. <laughs> Revoking. 
<laughs> Usually you're almost, not supposed to do this. <laughs> we're almost... I feel like this is the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, you, it's your... The golden mic is yours for standing up for yourself. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea that's all it took. It's just confidence. 500 something. <laughs> I'm literally getting choked up. <laughs> yeah. Well, try to bring the episode home because I feel like what you're doing now is so disruptive. It I don't want, want it to end. <laughs> that makes sense this feeling has to last you're talking so slow let's find another question <laughs> oh you're derailing the show this the, the award is about excellence in podcasting so let's land the plane gently let's just bring it home mm. you earned the award stick the landing Blumenfeld mission accomplished <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thank okay. you. All right. For watching the last episode of our podcast. Really? It's going to be over now. <laughs> I think I have to go out on a high note or something. This shit. is why you've never won the award. This is why I'm rescinding the award. It <laughs> no is being way. revoked. It's being revoked. <laughs> why? Never in history has someone earned it and lost it in an episode. Right, because you've always won it. And I win it now for protecting its sanctity. <laughs> Let's close this out. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. If you did watch uh, over on the If I Were You YouTube, thanks for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe. We've got a ton of other content out there over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Let's thank that uh, that artist who submitted a theme song who was me. Yeah. Uh, I am the lead man, the front man of the band, Fade on Shuffle. Why don't we take it out with the second half of that song? Shout out to Gareth O'Connor who uh, is my bandmate. And shout out to you, who is taking home <laughs> the 538th Turdy, a record that I do know will stand the test of time and stand the test of rhyme. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Down and out, what's that about you? can count on them to count us out but all year we've been doing it our own way down is where we wanna stay
to a life of crime Bottoms up for my first time If this isn't fucked up, I don't know what is No, for real though, I don't know what is I think I'm drunk, I know I'm stoned Someone help me, take me home I stole my mom's wine and I drank it in the park But I gotta get back home before it gets dark snack from the fridge Cause all we need is a bunch of weed Drive to smoke more cheese to feed I talk to Adam I'm going to binge Or an edible snack from the fridge Down and out What's that about? You can count on them to count us out but all year our own way Down is where we want to stay Down and out What's that about? You can count on them to count us out But all year we've been doing it our own way Down is where we want to stay was a HeadGum original.